Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you were listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 135. Michael, good day. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> good, good day to you. I, I just realized how how well we've standardized our um, our greeting as we as we open the episodes. Okay. I, I want to send you I want to send you an isolated sound clip of that. Hey, this is Mike, and maybe you can set it as your ringtone for me. <laughs> But it'll be really short, so it'll just like repeat constantly. <laughs> I want that to be my ringtone on my phone, but for everyone. So regardless of who calls me, I'll, I'll on my phone and be like, hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Mike. And then my wife will leave me and the cats will shun me. But I'll still have your voice uh, on my phone on demand. It's it's like when Jim did it with Dwight on The Office, but it's just <laughs> idiot, idiot, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's another show I need to rewatch. Oh, I have been. Yeah. Wait, my wife is calling me. What happened? <laughs> Nothing happened. Okay. That's not that's not how calls work. <laughs> you don't let you don't reach out to someone to let them know that nothing happened. <laughs> I uh, I know better at this point. Um but yeah, this is a fun episode. Um this is going to be um this is just going to be a, an episode where Michael and I catch up, you know. Um we both had super busy weeks. Um, but you have done some, you've done something really cool, which I'm, I'm excited to talk about. So this is episode 135, Michael's first red bar and us catching up on life. I'm going through some, some crazy life stuff right now. And it's a good, it's a good thing. No, no, no more fucking dogs have attacked me. Um, this is a good thing. So my blood finally washed away from the sidewalk. Did I tell you? No, you didn't. Finally, finally <laughs> gone. It's returned. It's returned to the earth or whatever. <laughs> There was just blood just baked into the concrete or where the dog had fucking insequitously attacked me for no fucking reason. Um, also, pretty pretty metal. I was going to say, blood baked in the concrete might be a Pantera track. It might be a Pantera song. <laughs> oh, man. You know? Um, let me see here. But yeah, so... Yeah, your first red bar, which I'm I'm very interested to hear about because this is I only learned that you did this a second like a second ago before we got the phone call and then um, catching up online stuff. But we have to honor tradition. Well, first let me just do a shout out, a big shout out to the winner of the Facebook giveaway that I mentioned a long time ago. So I did a Facebook giveaway. I, I gave away five watches. Um, yeah, that's that was the batch the batch giveaway. Yeah, it's the Orient. Can you still hear me? Yeah, cool. Orient Disc, uh, the 604 Life, the first uh, first wave those guys did. It's the Undone Chrono with the TBWS like branding on it. Uh, it's the Chicken Sandwich Watch, the Collinsville Nautilus. And then also I threw in a, um, a really fun vintage but post-USSR um, commander ski, a Vostok commander ski. It's, uh, let's just say it's been put through the ringer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna and I'm gonna throw that on a single pass NATO. Huge shout out to I'm gonna fuck your name up again, bro. If you're listening to this episode, Devin Ravine, Davon Ravine, Devin Ravine, Davon Ravine. I think that's possibly every pronunciation I can think of. Devin, good job, Devin. Good job, Devin. <laughs> Disregard my ineptitude to nail someone's fucking name on the first try. Um, huge kudos, huge congrats. You won all five watches. Um, Devin's got something really fun actually in plan for those five watches, so keep an eye out. If you're not sure what the hell I'm talking about, this was a giveaway that was solely on our Facebook page as a way to give back to you guys in the Facebook and just to show our appreciation. This is not 
Well, this is in addition to our 9,000 follower giveaway for the Hemel, Hemel uh, Mechacrotes HFT uh, Mechacrotes. Mm, that sounds... That's that's a new watch brand name in itself. Mechacrotes. <laughs> it could also be a pastry. Because <laughs> it's... Well, it's uh, I've, for some reason, I want to I, I want to say cronut. <laughs> like, a, like a coat like a crook like a croissant donut cronut <laughs> mecha cronut mecha michael can my rap name be mecha cronut yeah yo fucking mecha cronut straight out of flint michigan i'm not from flint michigan apologies florida <laughs> straight out, straight out of the mean fucking streets a celebration florida <laughs> mecha cronut <laughs> yo i do fucking white collar gangster rap how is that not a thing? It can be. It can. I can just fire up GarageBand. I can make some beats. Just make some beats and I'll just do some Mecha Cronuts. Mecha Cronuts. <laughs> okay, getting very fucking distracted. Um, this is in addition to the uh, 9,000 follower giveaway for the Hemel HFT20. Um, the winner will be announced on uh, our Instagram page because that's where that, 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 um, that giveaway is happening. And then as soon as that one gets wrapped up, Michael, we have to do the 10,000 follower giveaway. Yes. Which I have some ideas on that we can discuss in secret. Yeah, Hublot said no to our, our proposal. Yeah, those cocksuckers said no, sons of bitches. But at least, <laughs> no, they, they, at, least, <laughs> at least they replied. That's a lot better than the majority of the grad schools I applied to after undergrad. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're lying. We did not talk to them at all. <laughs> but we could have. We could have sent them a letter and they could have sent us a, de- a cease and desist. I would frame a cease and desist from Hublot. From Ublo, pretty quickly and proudly. Yeah, me too. Right? <laughs> uh, that's so fun. But here, let's honor tradition. In addition to one of our most honored traditions, which is getting off on just fucking tangents. It's going to be one of those episodes. I know people don't like it. And if you don't like it, turn back now. But it's going to be a tangent episode. But in addition to that TBWS uh, honored tradition... We should probably do a wrist check. <laughs> do you want to do? Do you want to do a forty-five minute, forty-five minute wrist check? I can try to be quick. I can be quick. No, I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I'm done compromising on what the show is and is not. Yeah. I had someone else complain to me about the language on the show. Oh yeah. They commented on the website, which is totally fine. I totally, I totally respect that. But like, we used to have a language disclaimer in the beginning. Um, but it was kind of weird. It wasn't, it was eating too much airtime and we thought it would just be cleaner to trans or you, you astutely thought it'd be cleaner to just transition from new intro music into us talking, which it is. I love it. I think it's, I think it's great, but first time listeners don't understand the frivolous nature with which we throw out curses and horrible things. I still think it used to be worse. (laughs) In the early days, it was pretty bad. I still think it used to be worse. I feel bad for folks jumping on episode one. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that was a tough one. But here, let's do <clears throat> let's do a wrist check. I'm wearing something super exciting, but I have also been talking an inordinate fucking amount. What what are you wearing? I think this is my chicken sandwich watch. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the Doxa, the sub three hundred uh, black one. It is quite a chicken sandwich watch. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, should we explain I, the chicken sandwich phrase? People might not it, know what the fuck that means. It's just it's I think it's synonymous with grab and go, but it's a little it's a little more um 
it's a little more versatile than something like a grab and go quartz. It can be anything. Sure. Uh, but it just, I don't know. It fits, it fits well with anything. Hell yeah, um, dude. For, for, for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of like your go-to at your favorite, uh, chicken sandwich place. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the whole chicken sandwich watch came, thing came from, uh, so the, the, for me with, when I'm at a restaurant and I know I have to eat because I'm, 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 I'm fucking like alive. So I have to eat some kind of nutrient, <laughs> but I live in such a privileged world where I can't decide if I want this delicious dish or that delicious dish. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm rendered inept from decision paralysis, if a menu has a chicken sandwich on it, I will order that regardless of whatever the else else is going on. If I don't know what to order, I will order. So it's my, it's my go-to menu item. Yeah. When privilege yeah. has rendered me unable to make a good choice, you know? <laughs> um, and so that translated into us originally calling the Collinsville uh, Nautilus the chicken sandwich watch because it was a, it was one of the original grab-and-go quartz watches for me. If I didn't know what to wear, if decision paralysis in, in front of my watch box uh, you know, had me in its grip, I would just grab my chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. which was the Collinsville Nautilus. So yeah, that's where that's where that's that what phrase. I experienced uh, this morning. You know, I was looking at the box, yep. and this one I, I haven't worn it in. I actually haven't worn this since I returned from my trip. Oh, okay, so. I was going to ask you. I was so. Yeah. Did you do you think you do you think you got a lot of docks at time in Italy to the point where you needed to kind of step away from it a little bit, or did you not get that sense at all? It's just coincidence you haven't worn it in a while. The last time I wore this was during the um, the street chase in Florence. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe I, I was just like, "Hey, you've been through a lot. You need a little break. You've been through enough, old friend." And now and now I have it back on, and and I get to think about that. So that's awesome. Maybe 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 I did get too much time, but it's uh it's nice. I. I Maybe it'll just be a weekend watch for this for this weekend right now. James Bond had his Submariner. Michael has his Doxa. <laughs> we just got to get you in a fucking white tuxedo with that Doxa, dude. Yeah, right. For those for for those that aren't um, too familiar with the brand, I, I, I guess it's good to to review a little bit because I think it's going through some some changes now. It's certainly kinda... it's certainly a watch brand that manufactures yeah watches yeah it's it's not really like they've never really been the easiest to purchase from it's quite a process when you go directly from doxa yeah um don't you have to email them you gotta you gotta morse code them (laughs) you have to morse code them your credit card number (laughs) you gotta morse code those motherfuckers your credit card fucking god forbid you forget the cbv code on the back you gotta start all over again yeah that's fucking awesome but the sub the sub 300 uh series that that that's sort of their um their flagship um diver i suppose well really it's uh, all of their watches are are dive watches these days uh doxa used to make a a lot more way in the past before the before these sub models um came to fruition yeah but when you basically when you think Doxa, you think the orange diver, and uh, that's that's what this model is. And um, this is a limited edition that came out in twenty seventeen. I think it was. I think so. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. 
Well, for me, it's funny because every time, so they're, they're within different styles of watches, you know, dress watch, blah, 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 watch, sport watch, dive watch. There are kind of different um, iconic sort of niches within those styles. And the yeah. orange dive watch, I think, is one of the iconic niches within dive watch. But whenever I think orange dive watch, I think of Doxa, even though there are plenty yeah. of orange. Uh, I think probably the other most uh, famous orange diver is probably the Seiko Monster. Yeah, there, there's. I, I don't know who was who was talking to me about it a while ago, but there is there is a hierarchy of orange uh, <laughs> of orange dive watches, and some some would say that the the sub three hundred is is at the top of that uh, totem pole, but I actually would argue that the second series orange monster with the uh, with the teeth dial that one I think it's the three oh seven or three oh nine. That thing has become really tough to get. Extremely, yeah. co- extremely collectible. Once again, and the watch family has ruined something good <laughs> for everyone. I'd kind of, I'd, I'd kind of put the, these two next to each other. Um, but it's, it's tough. I, I, I feel, I feel like if I had an orange monster, it would be tough for me to justify a Doxa. And now with a Doxa, it's sort of tough for me to justify the. Uh, an orange monster, which is why I've never had one. I've actually never owned a monster. I've never owned one either. I don't think I've ever worn one. I would like to wear one. Have you ever, yeah, have you ever, have you, have you ever worn one? I think briefly. I really like the emerald one. The beautiful. emerald dial that yeah. they came out with. That one is um, beautiful. Just never really pulled the trigger on it. I I I, I got to cool it with uh with dive watches, man. So the next thing I get has to be um something a little different i think i think the flieger is the one i'm going to check off next because i've been talking about it for like a hundred episodes what about- <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 135 by the way <laughs> what about your fabled uh uh white dial dress watch oh yeah i've been talking about that for 101 episodes <laughs> <laughs> if you do so let's say okay so i mean the flieger yes the flieger is one you have been talking about for a while um would you go Archimedes? Would you go Stova? Or um, would you get the financing and get six of those IWC big pilots like we were talking about? Like, what would you, what are your... <laughs> I still like the, I, I wish I remember the episode where I tried to put six of those in my cart. It was the IW. episode we talked, we were talking, it was an episode that was centered around like watch brands adopting technology e-commerce. into their yeah. e-commerce experience. And IWC was one of them because they were one of the first brands like large brands like that to offer a digital checkout experience and so i think for schnitz and giggles you you just kept adding <laughs> big pilots in your cart and then after five it was like whoa 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 pal <laughs> you, you think you, you think that signature five. you think that signature required that that sh- i wonder what that box what would that box look like i it want might- <laughs> i want that box to arrive on my doorstep with the same lackluster attitude that the ups person throws Amazon packages at my door with water filters flung at the door. Fucking no strips for me to sleep, just flings it at the door. $75,000 worth of watches just flings it at the door. You know what I mean? Like that guy. Dude, you'd be surprised at how some brands have shipped me watches that are like 3K plus, you know, for review or something. And they're just like no signature required it's just like dumped in the front of the building not even not even in the lobby I'm like my favorite is i've had watch brands send me stuff and they'll just be like it'll be a box about the size of a shoe box and the watch will be in there but there'll be like a packing peanut like one packing peanut like oh here here you go 
the one peanut is going to cover everything. This is the one peanut's all we need. It's Ugh. and it's it it's been packaged properly, and it's just like it's true. Really, you're so right. <laughs> we can put forth like a little. This is this is like the thumb and index finger hand job. Like, yeah, you're doing it, but like, can we get a little more effort? Like a little bit of enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Like, speaking of speaking of fleegers, I really oh, I, I, really I thought you were just speaking of hand jobs, and I got very excited. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of, speaking of fleegers, what up? I just because I because I'm I'm on the site now. I wanted to see the the e-commerce experience again. I, I just remembered that um, I think it was this year. Yeah, this year IWC came out with that new revamped Spitfire collection, and I'm I'm looking at the 39 millimeter time only. I remember this now. Yeah. Oh man, that's a nice one to to go in house movement, shave down to 39 millimeters and under <sighs> under 5,000. I'm not saying under 5,000 is cheap where it is. But uh, man, that's that's a cool. Watch. How many of those can you put in your cart? Let's find out. Let's see. Add to bag. I hope someone in like IWC like digital is like tracking your IP. He's trying to fucking buy six watches again. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> why? Why did he abandon cart? Okay, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you add five watches, then abandon cart. They are gonna get such an emergency email. You know what's funny here? If you're if you're in the cart view mm-hmm. and and you're checking out like the the list of everything in your cart, there's an interesting button next to the line item that just says, and I like the copy here. It's just add another one. That's so casual. That's fantastic. Maybe or, or... maybe that's maybe that's why I tested it out. Maybe maybe that's a that's a high performing CTA. <laughs> it could be. You could find some sort of on page. Uh, uh, um... CTA tester. Um, if Optimizely is still around, you can use them. I know Google has uh, an A/B tester, uh, on-page A/B tester as well. You never Let's know. See, I got, I just I got love, four of them here. I just love how it's add. Was was it? What did it say? Add another or add one more? Add another one. One, two, three, four, five. So I got five. Okay. After adding five of these, the add another one function disappears. <laughs> Uh, the total is $21,750 excluding taxes. You can check out with American Express, MasterCard, PayPal, let me, Visa. Let me find our TBWS MasterCard. Hold on one second. <laughs> I think I can cover uh, uh, 3% of your shipping. The rest is on you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just give these away as gifts. You know, these are, I'll stick them in a pinata. <laughs> oh look i try to close the tab and they got like a bounce exchange thing oh yeah dude pop up but wait we want your twenty one thousand dollars <laughs> anyways uh doxa does not have an e-commerce experience and uh no, they have a fucking morse code experience pony but, express uh, <laughs> but either way I, I do enjoy i still enjoy this watch it's by far one of my favorite watches and one that i I am never gonna get rid of. If you want to sure. buy a Doxa, you have to you have to engage the Pony Express. You have to write down your order on like a piece of paper. Then you have to laminate it. Then you have to feed it to the horse. The horse has to eat it. Okay. <laughs> then the horse, horse runs to Doxa. The horse gets to Doxa, and then Doxa clubs the horse to death, and then cuts the horse open like like Luke did on Hoth with that fucking tauntaun. And then they gotta fucking dig your order out of the horses. Horses' guts. That's about half the cost of a Doxa watch in shipping right there. You know what I mean? Because that's how they also send you the watch. Yeah, definitely poor horse. They, the they, the p- horse is pricey. The, well, I mean, well, I mean, it's a living creature, you know? They put yeah. the watch back in the same horse, suture it, defibrillate it, 
till it's alive again, <laughs> and I send it right back to you, at which point you have to then club it to death and retrieve your package in the only way that's logical, by reopening the incision that Docs had closed, which they also opened. I would love for this to be part of Frozen Frozen 2. I'm pretty sure it's I think it might be part of the director's cut of Frozen 2. Um you know what I mean? I think it's part of the Quentin Tarantino uh director's uh, director's cut for uh the Frozen sequel. So it, what are you wearing? It did Kev? not focus group very well at all. <laughs> Lots of screaming children, angry mothers. One Lots guy of- one guy was into it. Lots of can I speak to your manager? Can I speak, can I speak to your manager? Oh, that's so good. I am wearing. Sorry, I'm very distracted. I'm happy we're talking to Michael. I am wearing. I'm wearing the Gavox Rhodes still because I put it on this NATO. I put it on this navy and blue. Navy and blue. Fucking dumbass. Put it on this navy and gray NATO. It's fucking incredible. It's beautiful looking. Have you seen this thing? I think I put a picture up in the on the feed. Yeah, you were trying to decide what to what to put it on last episode and you went you went with nylon. Yeah. It looks very, very nice. I fucking love this thing, dude. But here's here's the two funny things about this, what I've done here. I've had this NATO for years. And I've never it's like I lived in a home. And in this home I had a pantry. And this pantry had two shelves. On the top shelf was peanut butter. And on the bottom shelf was jelly. And in two years of living in this home, it never fucking occurred to me that I could put peanut butter and <laughs> jelly into one sandwich with which to enjoy uh, really at any time of the day. It took me two years to figure out I could make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. By putting... I, know what I'm, I know what I'm having for lunch now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other funny thing is I took your note based off of Terry uh, from Toxic Natos who... Encourages people to do this carefully. He's not liable for anything anything you fuck up on your strap. I castrated this NATO. Mm, okay. Nice. Makes the world of a fucking difference, bro. It really does. You know? Yeah, it really does. I'm looking at the piece of fucking... I'm looking at the... Did, well, did I castrate it or did I circumcise it? I was about to make a foreskin and, and fucking Zipporah joke, but I don't know if it's entirely appropriate because... <laughs> <laughs> she 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 circumcised her kids. He didn't. He didn't you know. So it's just uh, so the, the the biblical metaphor might not be appropriate. Regardless, um, I should have done this so long ago. Taking that extra fucking bit off. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. of the NATO because you don't fucking need it. I thought I thought it was just gonna fucking f- fall apart like a Jenga set when I cut it off, but it's totally fine, and it's so much more comfortable because the it's not sitting so high up off my wrist anymore. You effectively turn it into a single pass strap, exactly. which they can be difficult to find in good quality um, and a variety of colors and sizes. So, um, you know, you can just do this and you have a you have a cool single pass. Yeah. And it's, Terry it's, has Terry has a guide, by the way, on his YouTube channel that we can probably link to. He he um, he goes through the process up close. Oh, good. Although all the way up to sealing it again, because because you got to seal it when you're done. Oh, I, I I didn't seal mine. I just I just cut it. You gotta take a lighter to that, man. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Okay. I'll I'll get a lighter. It's easy. Just yeah. No, I've seen him. I've seen him do it. So I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I can I can do that. It's pretty pretty straightforward. You know. But it is a it is a, a really cool combo. I like the photo that you posted. It's just it's like it's just so good. There's something incredible about it because uh, it's just I. 
So the Gavox Roads, um, it's a really, really fun piece. We talk about Gavox all the time um, on, on air, or at least I fucking do. Um, I mean, we both do, but I Gavox was the only micro brand that I actually, I guess, purchased in 2018, you know? Mm-hmm. I was, because I, I, I'd reviewed and seen a bunch of other micro brands, but after I spent time with the Gavox Roads, uh, and it was time to let it go, I couldn't do it. I physically couldn't do it. And so, um, you know, spoke spoke with Michael Happy. Sorry, I'm like I'm like wiping my nose right now. I'm I'm a fucking professional, Michael. All right, I'm a professional nose wiper. You are. Um, I spoke with Michael Happy, um, who's the owner of Gavox, operating out of Belgium, and he's incredibly kind. He's been he's been one of the OG friends of TBWS, like since the beginning, man. There have been there's a handful of brands who we first met when fucking no one gave a shit about us. We were like, you know, like we were just like we we weren't even on anyone's radar. This yeah. is when we were still in single digits. Um, John from Brew Watches, incredibly warm and kind to us, still is. That guy's awesome. Um, Steve over at Raven, um, one of the first brands to. Uh, it sounds super weird, but I guess like befriend us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, um, Michael Happy from Gavox, always been incredibly kind. Uh, Nick Harris, Orion Watches, always awesome. Um, and then Terry, tough Terry uh, from Toxic Natos. He's not like a watch brand owner, but he's a strap manufacturer and seller. Um, you know what I mean? So Gavox is part of that crew who've always been incredible to uh, to TBWS. So we've always had a great relationship. And so I was reviewing the Gavox Roads and I couldn't let it go. And so I worked out a deal with him and uh, bought the watch. And it was on the bracelet for a long time. The bracelet's fucking incredible. You know, and I tried this on another NATO before that was just like all gray and I didn't really enjoy it. So I put it back on the bracelet. But then when you and I spoke last episode, I was figuring out what I would want to put it on. And so I had like a eureka moment when I remembered this NATO, this mm-hmm. this navy and gray one, threw it on there. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> it is. It looks great. I'm, I have this photo up that you took. I also... I've never noticed the brushing on the dial oh, yeah. until until I saw this photo just now. The dial, yeah, di- the dial's not like like a like a flat sort of texture. It has um it has that like um really really cool brushing texture in there. Yeah, I love this watch. I don't understand why more people aren't as enamored with Gavox as I am. You know what I mean? He's kind of he's kind of under the radar. He, he's he just does his thing. Um, I don't see a lot of uh, sponsored Cavox stuff anywhere. I think we've I mean we've had him on the show, and he just he just seems like a guy that likes to do what he does. He's and, living uh, his best life. <laughs> yeah, he really is, dude. His, his hashtag live my best life. Living his best hashtag blessed. He's going to like art galleries and he's kind of just like hanging out and he's like road tripping in Belgium and I'm like <laughs> this looks so fucking nice. You know? And he's so kind. He's Yeah. Michael Happy for listening to this episode cuz cuz I think you tune in every now and then. We love you. You're the best. Yeah, I, he um I like the. I still really like the squadron, uh, and he started yes. firing. He started firing those up again. It was just. It's the same as the roads, but a different. Um, I think a different bezel, uh, setup. Mm-hmm. Bezel and, and the the uh, the your it has Arabic numerals on it. Mm, okay. Cool. You know. Cool. Yeah. Great watch, man. That's 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 another perfect weekend watch. I think. Absolutely, especially on this on this NATO. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Is it uh, is it hot over there? How hot is it where you are, man? Uh, somewhere between the sun and crematoria. It's pretty fucking hot. Uh, that yeah. is a that is a chronicle of Riddick R- Riddick reference. I have no idea if anyone fucking picked up on crematoria, but whatever. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty. This is super cliche. It's not the heat. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. It's fucking <laughs> super humid out there, dude. Like you walk out and you're immediately in like fucking soup. And like just wet. your crotch is like it's like someone just poured like a cup of water into like your crotch and like oh good this is nice <laughs> like I have I have I have wet swamp ass. It's I can't disgusting. I can't do it anymore. Man. Everything smells like wet mulch even if you're not near mulch. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, you know that smell? I remember that. I remember that. Oh, that's a big part of my childhood <laughs> in South Florida. I know. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't explain why it happens. Everything smells like mulch, but there's not mulch for miles. <laughs> Maybe it's just the smell of humid decay, humid it's decaying tough. bits. I don't know, man. But it's yeah, it's pretty fucking hot. So the NATO strap is nice for that. You know. By the way, what do you think about the? Um, since we're on Gavox, I guess uh, we can get to like a little news portion i i think i think um mm-hmm. it was a pretty hot take when uh when he posted that concept uh gmt, the GMT yes i think it's pretty cool let me pull up let me pull up a photo so it's fresh in my mind i love the avid diver the avid diver was the first gavox piece i'd ever seen it was the one with the stainless steel case and that blue dial and um like the interior sort of like rotating like bezel mechanism and i'll never forget how enthused and happy michael happy that's mm-hmm. his name is actually michael happy h-a-double-p-e um i'll never forget how enthused and excited michael happy was when he was showing me how to use the gmt like ro- interior rotating bezel on that thing you remember it's a bit of a trick yeah it's yeah. a bit of a trick to get it done let me see here. Gavox watches Michael Happy loading. Making sure my audio is still here. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Sorry I'm looking at the, the microwave running in the background. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Okay, here we go. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. This one I'm looking at, it's the black dial. Um, I like the second hands. The GMT hands pretty interesting. I think I'd spoken to you about it. You're more knowledgeable than I am, but it kind of reminded me of like a version of almost an Explorer. Mm-hmm. One of the Explorer... Um, hands you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah i it's the 1655 so the uh, i don't know do they call it what do they call it you're asking the wrong fucking guy uh, that's one i don't really know about too much but the 16 yeah the 1655 there's the first the first explorer two. got it the uh with so, the second it's not I, even a second time zone it's just the 24 hour indicator what i like is that he's also kept the interior rotating triangle so technically if you knew how to do this kind of math you could do two time zones right yes well i i like i like that he kept that so it seems like he kept the internal rotating triangle correct and and the internal elapsed time scale so he, you have the elapsed time scale stacked just under oh, the 24, the 24 hours. hour you're right he's got them both I don't think it's two internal. No, that's that would be crazy if there were two internal rotating bezels. It's just one. Yeah, but but, yeah. but two two would be no. It's but no. It definitely uh, it's definitely just one. I think it's cool. I I like the fact that he's experimenting with this first iteration with um, uh, Swiss Ronda quartz. You know, yes. um, Gavox has got an incredible history of using these Ronda quartz movements. My Gavox Rhodes has one, and it's 
off the fucking charts, you know? Yeah. Um, I think some... Oh, sorry, did I, did I cut you off? No, no, no. I think some folks might have the quartz knee-jerk, like, oh, I only buy mechanical watches. You know what I mean? So, But if that's the case, then this is obviously not for you. You can go and masturbate in the mirror. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that it's quartz. I think he said somewhere in the comments, if this does well, he'll consider um, mechanical, but... I don't know, man. I'm kind of over mechanical. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I'm totally fine if he releases these just quartz and yeah. and and that's that. I mean, that that would be crazy if this was at like two fifty, three hundred bucks. It'd be it'd be it would be insane. Yeah, I feel like they might they might actually sell out pretty fast. I hope. I I I I wish for all the success. And good wishes upon upon Gavox. I hope these things sell out. Um, it'd be fun if we got the chance to spend time with one. But if they sell out, I totally get it. But I think, yeah. I think this is a really smart move. And you know what's funny? This is a GMT that does not give me GMT desensitization, desensitization or like not GMT. What the fuck? Like I'm not GMT jaded by this. Mm, I see. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like most other times I'll see like a GMT or like a 24 hour bezel. And I'll be like, eh, I don't get that. I don't, I don't get that sense from here. What, what are your thoughts, though? I I feel the same. I, I mean, clearly GMTs are are uh, they're here to are stay. super hot. <laughs> yeah, they're super hot and uh, so hot right now. They're so hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, tw- in 2019. So it. I mean, it's a good time. It's a good time if you love those those watches. And and there's nothing really pretentious about this one. Um, it's just nice and straightforward, and it's, it's even better that it's it's been integrated into this uh, crucial Gavox model. I, I'd argue it's his probably his most popular watch. The, Easily, yeah, the diver. Yeah. yeah, it's the flagship, in my opinion. It's, it's yeah, that, it's, that's the one that's gotten the most coverage, a hundred percent. Yeah, um, so that's super cool. But, you know, good. Yeah, thank thank you for reminding me on this one. This one, this thing is super cool. So I guess do we, do we have any deep any like any details? No, he no, just he no just details yet. He's he, it looks like he's also been messing with some uh, other concepts. Like there's, looks like there's a prototype that was that was made, but it might be mechanical. Um, where and it, it has like a smaller GMT hand. It's a little bit tinier, and the scale is is also stacked up on top. Where are you seeing that? So uh, on his on his Instagram oh, feed, I'm looking at this white one. Yeah, I don't know about that tiny little GMT hand. I don't that, like that it. Makes, makes me feel weird. Yeah. I don't like little little GMT hands. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not about that. I think the one he has or he has shared in the render is definitely in a much better direction um, than this one because this one's almost like it. It I don't know. It's it's very unadorned. It's almost something you would expect to see on a GMT like a traditional GMT watch. Mm-hmm. You know, because it also is not really jiving with the um with the Flieger. The Flieger, because te- technically those are Flieger hands, right? Or pilot hands? Um, yeah, they kind of look like like altimeter hands. Yeah, yeah. Altimeter, yeah, something like that. So maybe that's what it is. I dig it. I'm excited to see what happens. This one's also missing the interior time scale. It looks like. Yes, that one's just a GMT. I like I like having both scales on there. If he can make that work in reality, if the re- if it looks as good in reality as it does in the render. I think that'll be a lot of fun. That's that's my biggest pet peeve, and it's something I've talked about for a while. We need more. We need more GMT watches that retain the the elapsed time scale. Mm-hmm. So 
Omega, I think Omega still makes um, a Planet Ocean like that, but it's like wearing a quadruple stuff Oreo on your on your wrist. It's absurd, man. And it's like ten thousand dollars. Is it true? I heard a comedian. Um, it was uh, it was Eric Goldman or Eric Golden. I can't remember what his name was. Tall guy, really funny. He was uh, he has he has a fifteen minute bit about cookies. Oh really? I'm not familiar. <laughs> it's 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 incredibly inspired. I mean, the fact that someone can have an a fifteen or thirty minute bit about not just cookies, about how Oreo was the ultimate cookie. You know what I mean? In that uh, he made this joke that you know Oreos are so great, double stuff, same price. But I don't know if that's true anymore. I'd have to check it out. It's been a while since I bought a box of Oreos. Are one or, thing, are one thing I feel vegan? like. They are, yeah. They're they're really? one of the most they're one of the most popular kind of vegan junk snacks. Gotcha. Um, but I feel I feel like they've adjusted the stuffing, man. This this might be like tinfoil hat talk, but I they feel... they might have. Oh no, they did. I remember they they moved they moved manufacturing uh, of the Oreos from America to uh, candy fulfillment manufacturer in Mexico, I believe. Wow. Two bro, I'm telling you, man, two bro cookie snobs. <laughs> two bro, we have threatened you kind folk with two bro cookie snobs in the past. God damn it. We might bring yeah. it to you. <laughs> we, we are cookie scholars. <laughs> but yeah, I, I recall I recall this now. Um, they moved, yeah, it used to be manufactured, I think in Chicago. Not manufactured, wow. that sounds horrible. Uh, they used to make Oreo cookies, I think in Chicago or somewhere in the States. And then... Um, they moved it to 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 Mexico. So you are right. Uh, in the past couple of years, it has uh, it has changed. So I feel like the I feel like the amount of filling has been adjusted. But if if we start talking about that, it, things are gonna get things are gonna get nerdy. <laughs> it's already a fucking watch podcast, Michael. I mean, like you know how how much more in the weeds can we get? <sighs> yeah, here we go. Oreo boycott. So yeah, Nabisco. Blah, blah, blah. Boycott of the Oreo cookie, other Nabisco products. Boycott was prompted by the company's decision to close its American factories and move production to Mexico in 2015. Wow. So here you go. Wow. Wonder whatever happened. There was another watch that somebody brought to no, my No, no, Michael. I want to talk about cookies some more. Fuck, fuck watch. What do you? What kind of cookie should I Google next? You can you can keep looking at cookies, but I'm trying you to. You know find what I don't understand is the fig Newton a cookie, or is it like a is it like a like a baked treat? My I wife, think, my wife says cookie. I don't know. I think fig Newtons are cookies. It doesn't have a cookie crunch. It doesn't have the necessary accoutrement to be ne- to, to to fulfill the cookie boxes. Cookie doesn't have oh, to be crunchy. No, Chewy Chips Ahoy's are cookies because they have they have chips. They're cookie shaped. Uh, the the Fig Newton is layered. Oops. So I mean, so are Oreos. Go Google it. Yeah, but Oreos are different. No, they're not. <laughs> you and my wife are against me on this one, Michael. <laughs> I I, I will. From Newton, Massachusetts. I know these things. Okay, so I see what's happening here. Her her Massachusetts pride is trumping logic, which is fine. It is a trade. It is a Nabisco trademarked Listen, version of Google the fig says. roll. Right, you know Hold on, Michael. I have you yelling in one ear, and I have my wife yelling in the other ear. What did you? What did you say? A a Nabisco trademarked version of the fig roll, a cookie filled with fig paste. It's a roll. 
rolled, I would not call a Swiss roll from Little Debbie's a cookie. Would you, Michael? Would you call a roll a cookie? I would Answer the question. Okay. It's Nabisco categorizes this as a cookie. Wikipedia calls it a cookie. Don't even go there. Well, because Nabisco's that's the well, no, we can't listen to what the internet is saying. Someone get me my tinfoil hat. It's it's a roll. Hold oh, on, my wife is accosting me with the cat. Get, get her baby out of here. No, she wants cuddles. Poor baby. Sweetie, are are Fig Newton's cookies or rolls? She doesn't give a fuck what the fuck I'm talking about. She just wants head scratches. It's a spin roll, which is a type of cookie. Oh, a roll is not a cookie. A roll is go, go get me the little Debbies out of the out of the, out of the pantry and tell me they're cookies. But those are little Debbies. Those aren't Fig Newton cookies. Oh, for God's sakes. Okay, listen, Michael. We should those probably talk about watches again. You want to talk about watches some more? I got a watch that I want to talk about. Let's talk about watches. Is If it's a watch filled with cookies, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. It's a layered watch. Is it a watch roll that they're smushing and calling a fucking layered watch? It's It's got... This watch has layers. <laughs> Ogres are like onions. They have layers. <laughs> Uh, what watch do you got? I'm sorry, I'm back. I'm closing so all maybe, my fucking Nabisco tabs. Maybe you can help me with this brand pronunciation because I, I feel like I'm gonna mess it up. You're asking but it's, me for pronunciation up? Okay, this is a dark road. What up? Is it Yema or is it Yima? I've always said Yema, but wh- where's the brand from? I think it's a French brand. Let's see. Uh, French. Sure. Yema French fine watches. Mm. That's a good, the problem. Not the problem. One of the intricacies of French is that ninety five percent of the consonants are are just silent. Yes. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, if anyone knows how we can say the word Yema, please let us know. <laughs> Wikipedia has pronunciation. Send us an audio. Uh... Send us a. Why don't you? Why don't you send a Morse code over to fucking Doxa, and then Doxa can let us know via via horse how to fucking say. <laughs> but how to the say uh, brand name. the Superman was the super. We reviewed the Superman, or did we review one of the yachting watches? We reviewed the Yachtengraf. Yachtengraf. Graf. So the Superman is is uh, a dive watch that they came. <laughs> Superman. I, I don't know. Can we talk? Why? Do, why do they call it so? Like like. Like Ubermacht, like, because the, the problem, not the problem, one of the weird things about saying Superman in sort of like a European like mindset, I immediately think of that. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a slippery road. Well, they came out with a GMT version. Okay. And it looks like it's going to have a uh, almost a Batman-esque bezel, but instead of blue and black, it's this... Uh, kind of blue and gray which looks really really cool i'm on the uh fratello uh, yeah those are the guys. it's funny because the sake <laughs> sake the uh the seconds hand uh looks like the seiko stoplight seconds hand you might see on uh on the sumo yeah on, on the sumo and some of the marine master watches not marine um someone's so getting someone seiko. i have a question why does this bezel have a monocle I don't. I don't know. That's 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 like a little trademark thing. I I, I kind of look at it a lot like Panerai's uh, crown locking. The crown system. locking thing. Yeah. It's just it's just like their thing. Does it magnify? I don't. I don't even know what it's there. No. For. It's a monocle. It's like a fucking. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a it's a lensless monocle. It looks cool. <sighs> Maybe it's part of a locking system built into the crown i'm not really sure i've never i've never messed with these but i think um 
I think they'll look pretty nice. The bezel is loomed. Uh, I believe they're going to come out with a blue-red version as well. Okay. Um, this has, what's this got? It's got the ETA 2893-2 GMT. It's got some faux, faux loom, it looks like. A little bit of yellow. 39 millimeters. It's a good um, size. 1500 US. Oh, yes. Three, three bezel variants. Pepsi, Coke, and blue-gray. Oh, I think it's gonna look nice. I have no need for it, but I think it's it gonna looks look nice. it looks pretty cool. It's um, you know, at this point in my collecting, like I feel like <sighs> this watch is cool. It's it has a very classic look, but when you focus in, you see a lot of the little differences. But right now, I'm really gravitating towards watches which have an immediate impact, but tastefully so. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this watch doesn't necessarily have an immediate impact, which is probably not the per the, the the goal with the with the design, obviously, because like it's a, it's a, it's a pretty strong heritage brand, so it's it's a cool looking watch. I love the dimensions. Um, I think I'd rather spend fifteen hundred bucks on something else, like a like a quartz Seamaster. Yeah, Michael, like a quartz <laughs> a quartz Seamaster. I'm never gonna get that watch. You know, I mean, you know that, right? You are. happen and i'm okay with it. <laughs> i think i've accepted it i've owned my mistakes and i'm healing i think i think it'll be okay we can talk about this we can talk about this some more um if it comes up but like i'm in the process of like putting an offer in on a house and i'm looking at like all the cost and everything like that so the the notion of putting 1500 bucks um yeah. the minimum 1500 bucks in in a watch it's just like well, it's this not is even in my mind yeah, this is kind of like a part two of um, a discussion we had a while back where we got some of the most valuable correspondence after that episode, I think, especially for you and the, uh, um, you know, and the Seamaster versus house decision. Yeah, um, I think I think yeah. you made the right call. You know, there's no there's no real urgency with that watch. I think it's, it's readily not going available. Away. Yeah, I think you're always going to find a, a good deal on it. The only, the, the only thing, if I if I was in your shoes, the only thing that would make me stop in my tracks is if I found like an NOS one, like one that was like still in the box and never taken out with plastics. I Can saw, you imagine? I saw a really good condition. It wasn't it wasn't NOS, but it was fucking flawless condition. It's about two thousand mm -hmm. bucks, which is, in my opinion, a fair price. That's that's pretty fair. Yeah. I would say so. Because yeah. some some of those are pretty thrashed. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, f I feel like that that Omega maybe maybe when it came out with Golden Eye and everything, I, that that may have been uh, probably one of the most significant competitors um, for Tag and like the Quartz Aqua Racer. Yeah, yeah, they had, they have very <clears throat> they have very similar vibes. Those, those both watches. both watches that get pretty thrashed up. Yeah, so maybe one day um, I'll learn it. You know, doesn't have to be soon. I'm okay. Um, but I'm very happy to see you moving forward with uh, house stuff. It is, it, it it is scary, and feels weird pulling money away from watches. But it's also extremely satisfying to engage in that portion of adulthood. I'm excited because the the place we're putting an offer on, if it even gets accepted, the person that we're making the offer to sounds kind of insane. It's uh, it's in a good place in town. It's not too far downtown quote-unquote downtown for this fucking tiniest place that i live and it's not <laughs> too far from 
um, like the main hub getting out of town. Like it's a really, really cool location. Yeah. Um, what I think is interesting about the home buying process is the, 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 frivolity, the frivolous nature with which some of these people throw out numbers. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it'll be, it'll be an additional $20,000 on top of this. It's like, like, can I, are you giving me that money? Because I don't fucking, where am I, where am I, who, whom do I have to find and bludgeon to death with my poor fists with which to acquire that much money right it's now? It's the same, it's the same as wedding planning, man. That's, I, I, I got a completely different perspective for amounts of money. Yeah. <laughs> after like going through a wedding. It's the same thing with a house. You're just like, oh, it's casual to throw in, you know, 4K as a conjunction in your sentence. Like, <laughs> I lucked out with our wedding. So, because we did, we did our wedding in Disney, which should have been expensive, but since we did it super small, mm. we really didn't take that big of a hit. You yeah. know. Um, but the house thing, it's just, it's, uh, it's interesting, you know. Crazy. So definitely reviewing it as like a starter home, like definitely not doing like the delusional thing of like thinking our first our first home is gonna be a forever home. Like, and I apologize if someone's doing that and I'm being mean, but like that's just not something that's like a proper choice for us to make right now in our our, our lives. Um, so not planning on staying there forever, but definitely want to just get a place and like build equity and just yeah. kind of get out of renting. And I love the space and I, I love the, I'm very excited for the opportunity to get very frustrated trying to do home improvements. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so all in all, it's pretty cool. If this offer doesn't work out, that's fine. There's plenty of places here. Uh, here in town, but it's uh, it's a pretty big step, and it's what I'm what I'm experiencing is a very unexpected cocktail of severe terror and excitement. Like that sounds that sounds about right. <laughs> I feel like my emotions are being I feel like my emotions were frozen and then microwaved because like there's just two completely different things that are in existence that's hot and just cold, and it's just it's very difficult to understand how I'm supposed to feel because what's also really annoying in the process is that i have to connect with so many different people you know my mm -hmm. agent their agent mortgage people um you know contact with the actual seller contact with the hoa in the town contact with the hoa of the building and it's one of those things where it's just like i have the sense of a i have the adrenaline push that's making me want to solve all these problems immediately yeah but like i can't because I have to deal with other fucking human beings for some reason. And so it's, it's, I think that's the majority of my anxiety, like waiting and the inability to do something or uh, the lack of a knowledge in regards to something that comes up. Um, but uh, I trust the agent we're working with. He's super cool. He's a local here in Celebration. And that's important to me. I wanted someone who was familiar with the, uh, with the market here and everything. And so he's been, he's been answering all my, all my fucking stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> For me, for me, it was like, what am I signing right now that I'm going to glance over that is going to fuck up my life? I well, the, the big, We were talking about this off air. The big thing for me is I need to understand 150% how much fucking money, actual money, <laughs> I have to give you or many people when this is all said and done. I'm not talking about <laughs> yeah, mortgage exactly. or anything. I mean, actual doll hairs in my fucking checking account. How many of those are leaving as soon as this is done? Because that, that's really the barrier for our generation. It's not the it's not the month to month. You know, it's it's really it's the cost of entry. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I, I I 
Like, yeah, we're like we're we have to pay fucking the the the, the PMI, the private mortgage insurance, yeah. because we didn't have like twenty percent because you know I didn't I didn't find that that cigar box of Krugerins in my backyard, so <laughs> fuck me, right? So I just, that's it's just not, how it goes. It's not as bad. It's not as bad as you think. It's fine. Oh yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. But it's um it's exciting. Um, just I just um I've discovered recently that. I'm very patient with some things, and then I'm fucking incredibly impatient with other things. Um, and I, and I think for some reason homes is something I'm very impatient with. Like I I emailed, I emailed my my real estate person three hours ago, I think. Or no, about an hour and a half ago. And You're I'm refreshing. I'm That's very refreshing. I'm I'm refreshing. I'm very <laughs> upset. They haven't gotten back to me yet. Bearing in mind, it's fucking Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording this on a Saturday morning. I'm well aware that I'm unreasonable right now, but I'm gonna keep refreshing and I'm gonna keep judging because that's just the kind of guy I am. You when know? it's all said and done, it's gonna be very exciting. I hope, man. I hope this place yeah. works out. I'm excited to cover up the baloney floors. I explained to you off air. It is currently adorned with ceramic tiles that look like square deli meats. Were, were you were you a baloney kid growing up? Absolutely. You were a baloney kid. Huh? I was a baloney kid, and I was a lunchables kid. Remember lunchables when you were? A child? I did lunch. Yeah, I did lunchables a lot. I just never. I never did baloney. It was uh, well. I, I was. It was baloney for a while. So it was. It was white bread, baloney, and then sliced American cheese. So yep. Yellow cheese product. I. I. I don't feel. <laughs> I don't feel right calling it cheese. Cheese tiles. It's cheese. Piles of cheese. You can put it in your sandwich, or you can fucking lay it on the ground and grout it, and you can walk over it. Those are your options. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like bath tile sized. Yeah, it's, it's actually it's actually it would be a wonderful shower tile, I think. <laughs> right. Um. So, but then at a certain point, Lunchables started becoming more popular, um, and so I would alternate between the Lunchables with the cheese and the cracker in the thing, and then also. Do you remember the Lunchables pizzas? Yes. Yeah. Those were the jam. I would elevate. I would elevate. I got, I got those on Friday. Really? That's, that's how That's how I knew it was Friday. I would elevate <laughs> the Lunchables pizza because I would either eat it at school, which is fine, or if I was home, I would, I would, I would construct the pizza. I would put it on a plate and I would quickly hit it in the microwave. Yeah, and man. It, and it had achieved like a, a, a wonderful processed umami Kind of sensation. That's the only way I can describe <laughs> describe not like a natural umami, like um, like certain Instantly cheeses. Gourmet. Yeah, you know what I mean. A processed umami that can only come <laughs> from microwaving cheese product, and uh, and you know, lunchable bread made from Chinese newspapers. You know what I'm saying? Now I just realized we gotta get for a Patreon episode. We gotta get Sandwich Time Channel for an interview. Dis- discuss the intricacies of sandwiches. I th- I would love that. It was great catching up with him, and I would I think it would be an incredible experience to get him on air. What do you think, an, man? Are you listening? An incredibly unique uh, Instagram account that <laughs> I just love when we were talking. He was talking about the difficulty, the, the 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 rift, the the context schism. He was constantly battling. Do I post sandwiches? Do I post watches? How do I find? <laughs> How do I develop my brand? <laughs> He was just dealing with the context schism. How do I move forward? How do I scale? 
<laughs> and my sandwich and my watches. I can't put watches in sandwiches, so I I I, I appreciated that struggle. I just pictured uh, the that scene from Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch, where he's like trying to decide if he's gonna go to the the, the party or not. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to get him on air. That'd be a fun Patreon episode. We can get his take on what the fuck a fig Newton is. He might be qualified enough, right? I think he. I think he's overly qualified. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question: Do sandwich cookies are those under the sandwich umbrella? God damn it, Kaz! I can't get into this again. But no, but like it's either. I feel like it's a yes or. I feel like it's a very clear distinction because the cookie is a dessert. Although the construction of it is that which replicates like a, like a savor like a savory sandwich. But what about an ice what about an ice cream sandwich? Is that a is that a cookie? That's is it just tough. a cold cold sandwich cookie? Man. <laughs> cookies cookies and sandwiches are hard. <laughs> this is also the episode where we've talked about watches the least. <laughs> no, we've we've had episodes where we've we've barely fucking just talked to i think we mentioned in passing what we were wearing on a wrist check and we just got back to talking about feelings you know what i mean <laughs> um i think we've talked to <laughs> oh i'm so hungry all this yeah. fucking cookie sandwich talk has got me got me hungry i skipped breakfast this morning should we uh should we talk about red cookies? bar oh yes yes <laughs> did what kind of cookies were they serving at the, at the red bar you know, let me. Maybe I can pull up the menu of the place. <laughs> no, you, you, you. Um, I actually don't remember what the place was called. <laughs> you went to your first Red Bar. So it was Seattle Red Bar. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Explain to a- me the, the the situations that precipitated and facilitated that uh, beforehand, and then during, and then kind of your thoughts after. I, I'm super stoked to hear it. Just another one of those amazing situations where the show has way more reach than you. Uh, initially anticipated. Okay, <laughs> uh, I, I I still can't I still can't fathom how we've managed to make so many meaningful connections with listeners and friends of the watch community. Um, meaningful connections from an utterly meaningless show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so kind of kind of uh, a while ago, um, got to meet someone that um works in the in the same kind of enterprise building area that that i do and cool. he's, he's into into the show and into watches and uh you know he kind of mentioned hey they're they're doing a seattle red bar thing why don't, why don't you come along it was incredibly nice of him um so you know we 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 met up downtown and it was super super small very intimate not oh, not cool. highbrow or anything which seems to be um you know the same feedback that I'm constantly hearing about these these meetups. It's not. Re- I think a lot of people go in expecting to feel uncomfortable, um, you know, or feel like like they're in this sort of pissing contest of watches. But it really wasn't that way. There was there was a good variety. You know, everything from from uh, like Stova all the way up to you know Longa. You know, there was a datagraph cool. there, which was a oh, fucking that's treat. Awesome. <laughs> so uh it was a good time man it wasn't uh i think less than 10 people so. oh wow i think the connotation of it being something inaccessible or like a pissing contest comes from just the photos the photos yeah. people see and it's really difficult to get the context of an entire situation from like 
one photo or a series yeah. of photos or the reality is there might be some red bars out there which are are pissing contest and if that's the if if that's the one that people have exposure to then that informs their opinion of all red bars which is obviously i can you're not the case you know what i mean but you had a, you had a good experience would you would you bring uh not ready to talk about that one yet <laughs> okay you only so you only brought one watch <laughs> yeah okay yeah what did the and, the guy that brought you what was he what was he wearing oh man he was rocking a pretty cool uh it looked like an older i think it was an older two-tone um date just oh nice and uh a pretty rad uh pretty rad daytona that's <laughs> so, awesome yeah yeah that was that was cool also got to see one of those uh gorilla watches that that brand gorilla yeah yeah look him up gorilla or gorilla Coco or Che Guevara? Okay. <laughs> Coco Che Guevara. You, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not like I can't. I'm not good with sounds, Michael. Yeah, one of those uh, Gorilla Fastback GTs. That that thing is. It's a totally. It's it's a different take. It's a different take on on watch oh, design are, altogether. These are interesting. The yeah. Gorilla logo looks like the uh, the text for the Godfather. Let me take a look. I'm just pointing it out there. Oh yeah, the, the, especially that G. Yeah, <laughs> I can see what you're saying. Not doing yourself any favors, guys. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> these are fun. These are these are definitely out of the box a little bit, but you can still obviously. The problem is some watch designs get so out of the fucking box, they're just distasteful. Yeah. Just from but, first glance, this looks like we're still we're still okay. Yeah, I like I like the colors the on the blue one the the golf golf racing colors. Hmm. I think they they do one. Um, what else did I see there? It's pretty cool old school Seamaster like the diver. Did there. anyone there other than the buddy that brought you? Did anyone there had, any, had anyone ever heard of tuber wash knobs before? I don't believe so. Ah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I don't I don't believe so, but uh, that's okay. My um, my, my brittle ego will recover. <laughs> One. <laughs> um, oh, these actually aren't that. I, I was expecting this to be like one of those micros that was like two thousand bucks. I think. I mean, they're not cheap. I think. I think they break one k a little bit. I'm looking at um, this. I'm looking at this fastback titanium in galaxy blue for seven hundred ninety. Unless oh. I'm unless I'm missing something. Oh, they're fun, man. They're one of those. It's not really like a peacock watch, but it just looks like a party watch. You know, <laughs> it looks a little. It's the so on paper the dimensions, these numbers look big, but it's not a traditional case shape. Did you did you try one on? So the numbers you say the numbers don't look big. The the case the case the the the, oh, well, the, uh, the the numbers for the case. So it's forty four diameter, forty eight look to look. Yeah, well, I mean, forty four. I consider forty four anything to be by max, but yeah. but because this is more of a squarish case case shape, forty four is gonna show a little more than 44 yeah it's gonna it's gonna feel bigger than 44 but uh because of that integrated strap it's just it's it works it's, it's right yeah you That's know awesome. there was there's another guy there i think you know my my wrists are pretty small i think his, his may have been slightly smaller and it still it still looked good on him you know it could talk to me about the the shape of the crown it's like a triangle let's take a look really have not looked at these very oh, okay much. sorry I, I didn't mean to dig into these i just it's just interesting no no it's it's a it's a good it's a good time 
Man, titanium. I like these titanium ones. I've never seen them. That's what I'm looking at right now. And you said that that one is is under one thousand. Seven ninety, unless that's like a pre-order price. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. What kind of movements in here. Cause I I, I oh, you know it's I feel... a it's a Miyota A2 series. That's why the price is so good. Yes. That's awesome. Man, you know, because I, I, I handled I handled um, his and I liked it, but it was the weight the weight wasn't there for me. So too titanium, heavy. That's, too that's light? a good idea. I, I feel like it was a little heavy. Okay. You know? Well, then you but, might like the titanium one. Yeah. Well, I can't buy watches. Can't buy watches for like ever. What What watch am I gonna buy to commemorate me spending an inordinate amount of money on a home? Damn. You know, I I can't I can't make fun of that because that's exactly what I did. <laughs> the watch I'm wearing right now. <laughs> oh man. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do. It's a good maybe, question. Maybe I'll buy like a like a Timex or something. I'll get a Timex. I just need to get rid of watches. I'm 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 preparing my comics to get rid of them. I'm gonna piece out some interesting singles, sell those, and the mm -hmm. rest I'm gonna donate probably to like um like a children's hospital or like a library near here. Mm -hmm. um, I just need less things, so I'm probably not gonna buy a watch because I'm also just trying to get rid of watches. I just need. I just they just need less shit, Michael. You're about to realize again how much shit you have. I'm very sorry. Oh, you mean if we? Well, yeah, no. Every, every, every time we move, it becomes apparent to us. So every time we move, we just Why get have rid so of many stuff. forks. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh my god! It's not that you I have. That it's it's not that you have so many forks. It's that you have so many forks and none of them fucking match. That bothers me. <laughs> That's what really fucking bothers me. I can have a billion of one thing, whatever. It doesn't matter. But they have to look the same. You know what I mean? I hope you never opened my kitchen drawer. <laughs> well, the only reason it upsets me is because I don't have them looking the same. That's my point. <laughs> I gotta look in the drawer and they all don't match. <sighs> what were we talking about? These gorillas. And, yes, and, yes. And red bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you saw this there. You saw the datagraph. Um, buddy that brought you had cool uh, two-tone Datejust and uh, Daytona. Um... Yeah, there did, you see that, any, uh, did you see any, any other micros? I don't think so. No. Did you see anything that you never expected to see in person? I've never, I never expected to see a datagraph in in person. You try it on. I did. How and was it? It is. That is that is the perfect chronograph, <laughs> in in every in every way. Mind you, it was also a platinum case, um, and, and to turn that thing around and, and look in there, dude, it's 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 absolutely out of this world. Um, and I think uh, I Google. think it's like a little past thirty eight millimeters, probably like thirty nine. I'm um, googling this thing right now. Oh, yeah. I know this watch, yeah. man. There was a there was a cool Seamaster uh, chronograph as well. Um, there was an Oaken Oscar. Oh, I think that's Stan a micro. Is it the Sanford Stanford the GMT one that he did? That was. Uh, I believe it's the Sanford. Oh, let me see. I'm not really like I'm not like an Oaken Oscarologist. Let me see. <laughs> oh, and I saw Frank Mueller. That was pretty cool too. How cool is that? I, yeah, I I'm into that brand. I don't know why. I think Me too. Cool. 
I really want that brand to, to come back. And there's something there's something that I I didn't really notice until handling one up close. Hmm. They they <clears throat> achieve like this sort of beautiful curve with the sapphire that I've never wow I've never seen in 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 any other watch. The sapphire goes all the way up to like the case lines on the side, and it's sort of like the whole watch feels like this this pebble. You know, it, it's it's interesting what they do with the curvature of that sapphire from, from the photos they you get the sense that it's a great balance between engineering and ergonomics there's something yeah. like really natural looking yeah about how engineered the, the thing actually is so that's cool you got to hang out with the one in person i'd i'd love for that brand to come back i i some, i wonder if i'd ever you know i mean they're they're not cheap but maybe that's my home watch i'll spend ten thousand dollars on a fucking frank Mueller. <laughs> I find it difficult to to get a good idea of what their catalog looks like today. There's <laughs> there's a place that sells them right right by my job. Also, I can literally just go downstairs and look. Um, I'm going on to Crown and Caliber right now. Yeah, See I'm sure I'm sure they take a hit used. Absolutely, this yeah. is one of those brands because they're they're still independent, aren't they? Like listener den, they're still independent. I believe so, but they were like they were the Hublot of of the basketball yep. world for for a while, and I just I wonder what happened, you know? I don't know. Let's see here. All right, I'm on Crown and Caliber, pre-owned Frank Mueller watches. Blah, blah 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 blah. Okay, let's see which of these look cool. Oh, this one looks cool. Master Banker Century Curvex, twelve thousand bucks. Mm, I'm gonna keep on scrolling. Uh, Frank Mueller Casablanca. Three three thousand three thousand dollars. Okay, this might be a ladies' model. <laughs> I wonder if they have any with like rubber straps. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. How big are you? What she said. This thing's forty-five millimeters. Oh no, this this is a guy's model. I can wear this watch. I don't like the way it looks, but I can wear it. <laughs> I don't like because it has like um it has like a salmon colored dial like they're trying to make it look like age. Mm. Interesting. These things take a take a pretty severe hit. It looks like second yeah, they, hand. They they really do. Wow. They really do. I still like that everything is on leather. It seems to be the thing. I so I think the difference if we wanted to draw a difference between like a independent brand like Frank Mueller and independent brand like Listener Den. Listener Den does seem to have more leaning towards like sport, quote unquote. Yeah, you know, um, Brock Mueller definitely more uh, dress. There's this master banker. I keep wanting to say master banker. Master, sorry. <laughs> C- candidly, I'm sorry. Um, Brock Mueller master banker. Hmm, two eight five two, thirty eight hundred bucks. Is it master baker or master banker? Bank B A N K E R. How do you become a master banker? By masturbating. I have no fucking idea. I'm <laughs> That's a terrible name for a watch. It's a master banker. It's probably the, you know, I guess it's... um, Master banker. <laughs> I really wish it was master baker. <laughs> you... <laughs> when you win the Great British Baking Television Show um, competition series, they give you a Frock Mueller master baker. Both, both of those names are completely absurd. <laughs> Which one's worse, Master Banker or Master Baker? Baker for sure. But I would just love to say that I owned a Master Baker. 
<laughs> next next to my doxa. Oh my god. But uh looking at this thing right now. Okay. These guys have mastered the crazy numerals, by the way. I love it. Like, yeah. It's very if you were into those um sans context all style no substance alice in wonderland posters from hot topic we're all mad here you will love some of the fucking uh dials that frog Mueller puts together you know what i'm saying uh i wonder if hot topic sells watches i think they do dude hot topic pivoted they're like i think they're trying to do like the abercrombie thing now really yeah oh mm. me hot topic Google hot topic. Oh, Frank Mueller has something called the Mariner Collection. Nautical and sporty. Are these rubber straps? Let's see. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah? I think these are. Mar- Mariner, you said? Yeah. Frank. Frank Mueller. Frank Mueller. Mariner. It's loading. Oh, these are kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Like a compass rose in the middle of the dial. That's that's nice. I can get behind this. There's one here that's like a white dial with like almost fuchsia or magenta uh, color accents. Yeah, compass rose. This is fun. I enjoy this. I I'm mad that they don't have prices on their website. You have to put in a a uh, price inquiry. Guys, you aren't that exclusive. <laughs> Come on. I can find you at Neiman Marcus. <laughs> really yeah i didn't know that's awesome yeah i'm just gonna google it uh i'm just googling this reference and then the word price uh twenty thousand dollars used well damn maybe you are that exclusive well that's but, fun yeah. I, I, overall I, I'd, I'd like to see i'd like to see more on, more, uh, more frank Mueller's. More on Frank Mueller. Is it, is it Frank or Frank? I think it's Frank. I want to say Frank Mueller. Frank, there. I left the window of Frank Mueller, master banker. They have they have a Casablanca collection. That's what I was. Then, yeah, that's what I was looking at with the weird with the salmon color dial. But there's one there's one that has black casa on it. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that either. That makes me uncomfortable. Uh-huh. You guys got to get your names uh, settled <laughs> between Black Casa and Master Baker. <laughs> maybe it's losing something in translation. Maybe in like Swiss. I really think it is. Maybe in Swiss, these are fucking like beautiful names. You know what I mean? But um, in English, it's just like, oh, fecal eclipse. It's like, uh. <laughs> I've just been watching that show nonstop, dude. Like the people at HBO to go must think I'm fucking insane. <laughs> I haven't watched anything else on HBO. I haven't watched any of the comedy specials. I watched 10 minutes of that fucking Chernobyl show. And then once I was able to wipe the stress tears from my face, I just fucking turned it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't, I, don't watch the fourth episode. That's, that's the I just one. don't understand the the appeal of the Chernobyl show. It's like, it's sorrow porn. It's people walking into rooms saying they taste metal and then vomiting. It's like I don't know, man. I can only I can only take so much of this. I need some good life. You didn't you didn't get you didn't get to the shooting your pets part. So yeah, Michael, I I fucking get super sad if my cat's meal is thirty minutes late, dude. I can't. I really don't think I want to. I want to watch a dog getting shot in the face. That's not not what I'm about right now, in my life. Uh, yep. Yeah, that show did really really well, man. Really well. 
And uh, I think there's an amphibia, but you got to watch episode four. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll just take your word for it that there's an amphibia there. <laughs> well, apparently the third season of Stranger Things has some Russian watches in it. Um, I think oh, EA, I, I haven't I haven't watched it. I've seen EAH shared um, EAH shared a still with me, and I didn't get a good look at it. I want to pull up the episode and actually watch it. Um, but it looks like someone's fucking wearing a Kurovsky crab case. Nice. Which is like. That's either someone randomly just going to eBay and typing in Soviet watch to like, 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 like a prop master just doing that, or that's someone super fucking meta who knows oh, about Russian watches. So in, I think was it was it a soldier by any chance? <sighs> Hold on, let me pull it up. It's like a. It looks like I can't. It's a. Yeah, you sent me a really shitty photo, um, but let me. <laughs> Because I think you finally see like the Soviets in this season. I'm not really sure. I'm not no no spoilers or anything. But uh, I mean, I actually haven't seen anything. Let me see here. It <clears throat> is. It's a photo of someone. Someone's testicle. It's someone in like a convenience store, drinking mm. a Coke. Interesting drinking a can of coke and it looks like dave gilmore is also in the shot i can't tell it's really, <laughs> it's really shitty no wait not, not 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 dave gilmore what's the guy's name dave the actor's Gil- name who plays oh, the sheriff know. oh you're actually trying to get his real i don't know i don't know who's i don't know who that guy is that guy's hopper that's all i know <laughs> i don't know his name um i'm googling it it's david harbour okay god damn it listen I only right. know Millie, Millie Bobby Brown because she's the famous one. Wait, so who's Dave Gilmore? How do I know that name? Hey, this is a guitar player, man. I'm so fucking <laughs> stupid. Holy God. <laughs> I apologize on behalf of everyone that's ever remotely heard of music. <laughs> but I fucking forgot who did. Jesus. All right. I'm going to, yeah, I'm super embarrassed. That's fine. Probably good. Don't edit this out. Leave it in. <laughs> the world has to know how stupid I am, Michael. It's important. <laughs> Um, you, you remember Evan from the wedding, right? Yes. One of uh, one of the phrases that Evan and I really clung to in high school, because um, we would both give each other shit all the time, is that the best friends in your life are the lumberjacks of your ego. <laughs> so I entrust all of you at home or on the bus or in the car listening, uh, in 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 faced with my ineptitude in regards to Dave Gilmore. I trust you to be the lumberjacks of my ego and to just take me down a few pegs. It's important. <laughs> All right. We're here for you. <laughs> <laughs> DMs away. <laughs> Frank Mueller Conquistador Cortez. Okay, they really need to work on these. That's that's not a good name. That's not, <laughs> that, that is I would that is not a good thing to name a fucking consumer product. If this gonna, thing you're gonna have some problems. If uh. this thing is gold, I'm gonna be so fucking happy. What's this thing made out of? <laughs> Well, that's not uh, stainless steel. Damn it. That's that's not as bad. Who who made that Christopher Columbus watch a while back? Oh my god, someone made a Christopher Columbus watch? Yeah, there's a Christopher Columbus watch with like a case engraving in the back of like Christopher Columbus landing and he's like in front of the natives getting ready to do his thing. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking for it. Yeah. That that was that was a pretty bad one a while back. <clears throat> uh bu- 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 Oh, is it this one? probably really expensive philippe uh, carriol carriol yeah. that doesn't sound right it was i think it was a zenith yeah Come on, it was, zenith. The, it was the zenith academy 
Christoph Colomb uh, Hurricane Huracan. Let's see. Let's see it. Uh, okay, I see a picture of him holding uh, a flag. That's good. There's some kind of tropical bird here as well. Yeah, why the fuck would you put Christopher Columbus on anything? So, <laughs> so on the case bag, you you, you got him holding the, the flag and then... Uh, is he is he planting the flag in the spine of one of the indigenous folk of the people's <laughs> land who he's claiming? Like, how does... I'm, how does I, we, we call them First Nation people now. First First Nations peoples. Can we just call them the can we just can we just call them the homeowners? It feels much more appropriate to think that they're the homeowners and we just fucking showed up and just kicked them out. I think that's a much more appropriate analogy. An apt analogy, right? Case back. I want to see this fucking case back. Okay, you know what? Fuck. I don't even care. I mean I do, but fuck. Dude, I just landed on a beautiful watch. I don't know. I don't know how, but it is a related article. Have you seen this Bell and Ross? I'm Googling B- Bell and Ross. Bell and Ross BR0392 by Compass Ceramic. Oh my god. That Hold thing on. is cool. I'm looking it up. Oh shit, is this is it this like this minty accent y- one? Yeah, and this the thing is hour- pretty cool. The hour hand is like a disc with just an, an arrow on it, a loomed arrow. Oh, it's like oh. the Orient disc. Yeah. Oh my God, this thing. This is thing's cool. beautiful. This thing's actually. This thing's actually very clean. I was expecting something like, with fucking like screaming skulls on it. You know. Maybe this can take up the the Flieger slot. Well, hold on. Let me do. Let me do my favorite thing to do. Control, control dollar F, sign. Control F dollar sign. Yep. <laughs> control. 3900 <laughs> Okay, that's not too bad. Oh, it's going to, I mean, that's pretty bad. But it's going to take a hit. Well, this well, is this new? Cuz if it's old, maybe it's, it's pretty new. It's pretty new. Uh 227 2019 Basel. This it's must have been new. announced around Basel. Cuz Basel's in March. Man, I like this thing. This thing is beautiful. I'll give you that. But let's see here. Let's see if I can find it. Chrono 24. No. Uh can I see some fucking prices? Hashtag want. <laughs> Hashtag blast. I'm seeing it on WatchMax. The fuck is WatchMax? I think that's another like uh, gray, gray like market. Joma, Joma shop sort of deal. Yomas. I'm playing a lot of Skyrim, so J's are wise again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm my back wife, in fucking grad school, man. My wife has been gone a long time. Where'd she so go? I think she finally packed her bags. She wised up. <laughs> she wised up, man. <laughs> is that like? Is that not? I think that is definitely one of my irrational fears. I don't it's know a, it's you... a legitimate fear of mine. Like, like I, I, I it seriously crosses my mind. I have it in my mind that one day my wife at like a red light will have like a moment of clarity. Like, what the fuck am I doing with this person? <laughs> like that. Like that. Like that. That where nothing else is more right than a thought that comes into your head. <laughs> Like that type of strong clarity. Like, what the fuck am I doing with this? And she just fucking just pack her bags and take the cat. Ah, uh, boo! This thing is limited to nine hundred ninety nine pieces. Boo, <sighs> Bell and Ross. Boo. boo, boo on you. Boo this man. All right. <laughs> I thought we were. I thought we were out of the limited edition fucking pit pit pitfall pit hole trench trench. I can't. I'm, I'm fucking up my idioms. Whatever, dude. 
Probably you're over this. You you need to be a shining light. As a... I I still love Bell and Ross. I think I I I feel like it's one of those brands that people not like to hate, but that people don't respect. But I feel like hating them stopped being cool. Just like hating Panerai stopped being cool a little while. I don't know hating, if hating Panerai is still cool. I don't think hating Panerai is cool anymore um, because <laughs> they've started. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> a lot of the stuff that people ragging on them for has toned down. I think hating Bell and Ross is no longer cool, but I still don't think people like them. Yeah. You know? Um I'm still looking at this by compass. This thing is beautiful. It's a shame that it's fucking limited. Damn, damn, damn. That thing is... I like it. It's clean, man. Can't ex- yeah, I think I think that's why. It's super, super clean. Yeah. Wow. That disc. So, wait. How does that work? Where's the... Oh, I see. Rock and roll. That's cool. I'm also only seeing, is that thing like constantly loomed? I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> or, oh, or are, are they just painted mint, like I think, color? I think they're painted that color, bro. That's, That's fucking awesome. awesome. Right? <laughs> so it looks like it's always like loomed up. <laughs> this thing is pretty fucking cool. Wow. I'm all about that. Wish I could make this my fucking housewarming watch. Yeah, but it is just like the Orient Disc, right? the same same kind of concept. Yeah, exactly. Except the Orient Disc is, oh, I think, like eighty five dollars. <laughs> Let me Google it. Hold on. And not Before. limited. Yeah, super not limited. Orient Disc on Amazon, the rainbow version. Okay, it's about one eighty eight. But I got mine from Mass Drop, which has now changed its name. It's now just Drop. Drop. Yeah. I don't like that. Drop. I guess Mass Drop wasn't good as a name. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yes, $188 is certainly far less than $390. So if you like the if you like the disc feature, but you don't want to pay 4000 bucks, if you can even find the limited edition Bell & Ross there. Give the Orient disc a gander. I'm satisfied with our balance of watch talk and cookie talk in this I episode. still feel like we could talk about the Fig Newton some more. I'm going to cut you off. I still think we could have gone <laughs> I a, think bit, so too. a bit deeper. <laughs> we need to go deeper. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But let's... Uh, so we've, we've threatened two bro cookie snobs. That can be a Patreon episode. Let's also get Sandwich Time Channel on Patreon episode. I think that'll be fun. Um, and just talk about sandwiches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, let's do this. Uh, we should probably start rounding out, huh? I think so. So I have no idea how to recap this episode. Um, it was there's there's no recap. <laughs> One of the other traditions is me just drunkenly trying to stumble through a recap of the episodes. Uh, this one's gonna be pretty tough. Um, Happy to hear you're wearing the Doxa post-Bond chase in Venice. Was it Venice or Florence? Florence. 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 Um, very excited to hear you're wearing it again. Post-Florence chase. Um, I love this Gavox on this NATO. This is this is just like a, such a fresh combination for me. I feel like an eighth. I'm thinking of it sooner. Um, it's definitely kind of it's 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 got a good fire in me. So I I, I like that a lot. That that's a good feeling to have. Um, in addition to that, 
if you have an opinion on what the fuck a fig newton is, if it's a cookie, <laughs> if it's like some kind of biscuit, if it's a roll, which I think it, it looks like a it looks like you made a roll, put it in your back pocket for later, sat on it, and then, oh fuck, that's right, I have some, I have, I have a roll in my back, and you ate it. So sitting on a roll does not make it a cookie, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> My wife has headphones on, so she can't hear. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> I don't know. Can't she hear? Can you hear me? No, she can't hear me. Okay, good. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, if you have any opinions on the Fig Newton uh, idea, or if you have opinions on Oreos, let us know um, as well. Uh, in addition to that, super cool to hear your 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 Red Bar Seattle experience was awesome. Are you going to go again, or is, is it something you'd repeat? Or repeat? Repeat? Probably. Yeah, I think That's so. Cool. It's a good time. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, was it at a, was it, hold on, was it at a bar? Was it like a catered thing? Was it in someone's home? Uh, it was like a hotel, um, like restaurant sort of deal. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, let me think what else. This Bell and Ross is really cool. This fucking, what is it? Hold on, I'm scrolling up the title. BR0392 by Compass Ceramic. This thing is really a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Frog Mueller is also apparently pretty cool. Um, don't really know how to recap this one, so I'm going to kind of let it just peter out after that. What do you think? I think it's a good call. <laughs> and, you're, and you're doing house stuff. So that's that's a good... That's a good uh, yeah, point. I really want this motherfucker to get back to me before I have a goddamn heart attack. That's fine. That's fine. It's all, it's all fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine now. But yeah, it's exciting. I'll keep everyone updated on how that's going. Um, I think it's time... I think it's that sad time. Keep an eye out for details on the TBWS goddamn 10,000 follower giveaway. It's about fucking time. We got our we shit should be together. Announcing a, we should be announcing a winner soon. For the 9,000 follower giveaway. Yes. And then we'll be announcing details for the 10,000 follower giveaway because we're playing catch up. Or cats up, if you will. Um, I think that's it. I think it's that sad time. Let's... Should we should we make the commitment now on air to do a to do a structured episode after this one? What do you think? Let's do it. What should we What should we do? Should we? So we have. So if you're just new to the show, or if you're kind of still uh, kind of learning about what we do, we have um, a really fun series of reoccurring segments. We have um, one called Watch Brands We Know Nothing About, where we'll take a watch brand we know nothing about and then learn about it and talk about it on air and share that knowledge with you guys. <laughs> We also have um, affordable vintage watches. You know, we'll do different um, like verticals for those episodes. So affordable vintage digital watch, affordable vintage dive watch. Those are a lot of fun. What else? Um, but, 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 but. I feel like we have a lot more that I'm not thinking of right now. I'm just blanking. Yeah, we'll come up with something cool. You don't want to commit to something on air? Not on air, but let's okay. chat about it after. So okay. it'll be a surprise. Be a surprise. We'll surprise you motherfuckers. <laughs> right remember the time michael you called everyone in the watch family a cocksucker yeah i'd do it again <laughs> you called them cocksuckers because someone outbid you on a glycine airman which you eventually acquired but then regardless of that entire struggle opted to still get rid of it mm -hmm. is that the whole story that's the whole story that's fantastic <laughs> what would you do if i got rid of the slava medical uh you would go you would go full t1000 on me you would hunt me Hunt me down. Buy a plane ticket. Buy a plane ticket. Stop you. 
open break, palm break print. down the door of your newly purchased home <laughs> seriously i think you'd be well within your rights to do that i'd break your door and pay for it because <laughs> i'm polite you break my door stab me to death and then duct tape you know however much the door costed like on top of my forehead on top of the, 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 my lifeless inanimate fucking forehead yeah that's fantastic best death ever because I'm a nice guy he's the, that's, that's just the kind of guy he is <laughs> alright right. let's uh, let's do this um, do you want to start and I'll, uh, I'll close this out yeah thanks for listening guys my name is Mike and this is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. Yeah.